What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Cool Colas here, and you are now tuning into a new episode of the Pro Black Blurred Kingdom Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something that I know everybody on my timeline's probably been anticipating. And this is a question that I have seen circulating over the internet pretty regularly because most people are on just different sides about how they feel about this topic. Today, I'm going to be answering the question, can black people be racist? This topic, in my opinion, is something numerous people, both black and non-black, are polarized on. There are many reasons for this, and we will take a deep dive into what that looks like today, but I can guarantee that the discrepancies with understanding this topic are facts versus feelings. And I know a lot of people say that, a lot of people use that, and that statement almost sounds kind of buzzy, but this is one of those things that has a factual basis. This is not something that people really should be divided on. There's, In this case, one cannot simply be on one side or another as if there's some type of difference in opinion. In other words, one side is correct and the other one is uninformed and absolutely incorrect. The first point to consider here is the fact that the word racism or racist is a buzzword. Because of this, individuals who hear it choose to overuse it and misunderstand its meaning. It's also a trigger word for folks, specifically white folks. The minute someone is called racist, it's associated with being hateful. And in some cases, it's much deeper than that. Hell, in most cases, it's much deeper than that. But because it is a buzzword, it gives this connotation for white people where they try to avoid getting slapped with that label at all costs. That's why a lot of them get to splaining and trying to use science and mayonnaise logic and babbling to cover up their racism and or racist intentions. White people are more afraid to be called racist than they are to consider how their actions, words, choices, and such are inherently racist. And this family, I'm gonna be honest with you, is done in a purposeful manner. For white folks, it's actually very easy and desirable for them to associate racism with hatred because then they can make these little covert and sneaky moves and try to legitimize their actual racist actions because it's not blatantly hateful in the eyes of most people. And in some of these cases, they get to scapegoating and trying to pawn the real, quote unquote, real, and, and from their perspective, racist acts on blatant white supremacist groups like the KKK, neo-Nazis, Proud Boys, and other alt-right, right-wing groups. And they do this as if they are the only white supremacist groups who are actually racist, but no other white people constitute as racist outside of them. As a matter of fact, those groups are the ones who you really have the least to worry about when it comes to being harmed by racism and white supremacy. In those cases, many of them are harmless except on one condition. 
The times when those types of white supremacists are the most harmful are when they are covertly in police forces. Because hell, in some police forces, it's almost a requirement for you to be affiliated or clicked in with these white supremacist movements. And this is done because white people can then get in their quote-unquote lawful or legitimate quote-unquote systems, such as being a part of a police force and act on their anti-black racism and try to cover it up by saying they're just officers that are quote-unquote doing their jobs. I need you all to understand something though, family. The presence of the KKK and groups like that are for the most part caricatures, almost like how Steve Urkel is the epitome of a blurred stereotype without considering that blurs come in all types of personality types, looks, and interests. Anti-black racists work the exact same way. KKK dudes in white hoods screaming white power are caricatures, yet there are a lot of anti-black racists in even more powerful systems with their hoods off. And the white power structure will certainly do everything they can to point to those caricature like white supremacist groups as if they are the real issue when it comes to racism. When it comes to racism and who can be racist, I've heard many different things. Anyone can be racist. Blacks can be racist. Only whites can be racist, etc. And this here is the honest truth about the subject matter. This is not my opinion, although my opinion and feelings are now invested because of the facts that I know. Factually, the only people who at this time can be racist are white folks. And the main reason why is because white supremacy is literally all over the planet. So when we ask the question, can blacks be racist, The correct answer, y'all, is no. Black people cannot be racist as it stands. And here is the reason why they cannot be racist. Racism's true definition, so this is digging deeper into the definition beyond the dictionary because the dictionary, in my opinion, purposely ignores historical context. The racism's true definition, according to Dr. Claude Anderson, is that it's a competitive relationship between groups of people who are competing for control of resources, wealth, and power, and it didn't exist really until the 1500s, where white people exploited, used, and abused black labor for their economic benefit as a group. The term came from there being a race between European nations to have control of such resources and black folks were never participants in this race. As a matter of fact, the system of capitalism was built off the backs of black slaves and their labor. This is when race itself was created as a social construct, but it is not anything that's tangible. The simple fact of the matter is black people cannot be racist because as a group, they do not own and control any resources and certainly not any economics to oppress or disenfranchise another group. Racism is about one group controlling another politically, educationally, 
socially, economically, and in many other ways. And whoever is in power is the person who is, is the group that's doing that. The white power structure made sure to make all of this happen. And white supremacy, uh, white supremacy was actually created by white people, which they, they try to act like it's something they, that, that, uh, that they didn't come up with, but that, that's definitely not true. White people came up with this. It's a dynamic power structure that exists to oppress groups of people, in particular those who are non-white, by exploiting systems that all of these groups have to thrive in, with one being dominant and supreme over another. To expand upon what these systems were, certain groups control others, and these systems would include criminal justice systems, education, economic systems, psychological practices, politics, physical acts of violence, religion, and social practices, both consciously and unconsciously. And as I said before, this can happen both overtly and covertly. I've said this in other podcasts is what I mean by that. I didn't say that here, just so you know what I meant. Black folks as a group do not control any of such systems, nor as a group can they oppress white people in them. White people can create white supremacy and other groups can exploit and promote the rhetoric, but not necessarily create it. White supremacy can also be used to disenfranchise other whites, even for the sakes of general confusion of the mission. Now, I'll break down white supremacy in another podcast episode, but there are tons of ways that this exists and shows up, and we'll get into that at some point, like I said, in the future. Now, I want to talk to you all a little bit about racism versus prejudice, which is where I think there's some misunderstanding, purposeful or non-purposeful. The problem that I tend to see is that people mix up the definition between racism and prejudice. Racism is an entire system of disenfranchisement through the practice of group economics and and prejudice is what people think racism is. In their minds, they believe that these are synonymous, but really it's discriminating against people because of something that they cannot help. That's the simple definition of of prejudice. And that can be done by categorizing individuals using stereotypes, language that is belittling, and even epithets. This is something that black people can be. Black people can definitely be prejudiced and they can even be bigoted, but even that doesn't hold the weight racism does. And that's one of the biggest differences between the two. Prejudice can literally apply to race, religion, sexual orientation, sex, age, disability, national origin, all types of factors. So it's, it isn't solely reduced to race. Also think about it like this, calling a white person a cracker, and it hurting their feelings is nowhere near the same as a black person trying to get a job at a white-owned company, and then the black person doesn't get it because his name is Jay Kwan versus a white person named Brad who gets it and is less qualified for that job. It's not the same thing. 
What you have to understand is that racism can cause individuals to lose or not have access to things they need to live and enjoy the same livelihood as others. While prejudice uses stereotypical words offensively and makes someone feel bad. And yes, that includes black people calling white people crackers. And by the way, cracker can even possibly not be seen as a prejudice slur to the same depth as a white person and calling a black person a nigger. Crackers really were occupations because slave owners would crack their whips on black slaves. So that's really where it originated from. And later it got turned into this thing where people are calling white people crackers because of the idea of a saltine cracker and them looking similar to one, I guess. Anyway, my point is the weight of black prejudice and even hateful prejudice could never weigh out the weight of racism because of the damage it does in practice. Black's inclination to be prejudiced is typically reactionary to the way whites have treated us, pillaged us, and so much more. White's inclination to both prejudice and racism is an initial offense and systemic practice, and that's the big difference there. So I want to repeat that for those of you all who did not listen. White people's prejudice and racism is an initial offense and a systemic practice. Black people's prejudice is reactionary to the way that they have been treated. Hell, what a lot of y'all don't know is a lot of these movements out here that you think are different and outside of racism really have a lot to do with racism. For example, feminism is not an issue of sexism. It's actually an issue of racism. Black men don't own anything. Therefore, it is impossible for them to oppress black women. But what feminism and pushing it does is it gives black women the desire and illusion of independence and strength. So they don't have to feel like they need men, which is far from the truth. So what it literally does is it takes the type of men we're talking about out of context and just groups them all together as if there's some type of oppression that's happening by all types of men. When really the issue of of feminism was an issue between white men and, and white women. So black men really didn't have anything to do with that. But that context is never included when we talk about feminism. The truth is, we really need each other. Black men and black women, I mean. And what happens is feminism keeps the black man and black woman divided. The white power structure made this a thing, and we took it upon ourselves to make it something that is an issue in our community. Every time you watch a show just like the LGBT trope, you see feminist agendas being pushed as well, too. This is one of the reasons why you don't see a lot of healthy black men and women relationships on TV when they are heterosexual. Colorism also is another one, which to me is even more ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. The privilege of valuing a skin tone is real, but it typically is an issue that impacts, in my personal opinion, dark skinned black women the most in a negative way. The truth is, they were shamed back in the day for being dark. But us as dark-skinned black males were as well too, and I'm a testament to that being a truth. However, what many in our community don't realize is that colorism is a word that was reworded, but 
Originally, it was simply self-hate. It's hating one skin tone versus another, which typically amounts to liking light more than dark. To me, that goes back to racism and disliking something because it's closer to black. It's self-hate, though, because black people can't be racist, but they can sure hate themselves for being more of what they are, which is black. Really, any ism is supposed to be about power and dominance, but in a way, racism is the one that holds the most weight. I want to tell y'all a few quick personal stories of mine and how it kind of relates to the topic. I had two instances where my understanding, which is the truth of what racism is, turned into a debate that left the person on the other side of me defensive and, if I'm going to be honest, butthurt. One of the persons who I had it with was white, and the other person I had this conversation with was black. The person who was white, who happened to be somewhat of a married-in family member, told me that he thought I was wrong because the literal definition of racism is mistreating one race over another. Now, the reason he so boldly did it because he felt confident that that was the definition, I guess. And it resulted in what looked like to me some uncomfortable and defensive behavior when I told him what the real definition was. And I think this is because, like most white people, he had a habit of being vocal and passionate about what he felt were worldly issues. The fact that a black man like myself was telling him that he was wrong really chapped his ass. That's really what I think it is. I told him it's a structural practice of disenfranchising one group over another and whoever is dominant or supreme is the one who can be racist. And, you know, I could have hit him with the whole racism was originally a relationship with blacks and whites and all the other cultures, religions, etc. can be broken down into one or the other. But I, I didn't even go there. I quickly corrected him and told him what I said is not a theory because he said, based on this theory of yours, you believe that only white people can be racist. I said, bro, this is not a theory. And I certainly did not make white supremacy or the rules of racism. So, yes. He kind of saw where I was coming from at some point, but I remember him shortly after that wanting to exit the conversation with me. I could feel how pissed he was, and I just stared at him with a smile on my face. I'm going to be honest with you. I knew it was bad. It, 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 was, it was bad, too, because him and I were just chilling before that, and he just thought I was going to go along with some untrue nonsense. But that was about three years ago, and looking back, I wouldn't have even engaged with him in that manner today. The other time was kind of recent. I had an acquaintance of mine come over and this man was very adamant about it. I think the brother told me that he believed blacks could be racist out of comfort, to be honest with you, and needing to feel validated. Because once again, it was real chill, the whole conversation, the whole vibe. Then he brought that up because he talked about how he had an argument with someone in a blurred group who tried to tell him that blacks can't be racist and it infuriated him. Now, I won't disparage this brother because I do like him as a person, but he was wrong and he needed to eat that. But I feel the need to say this. 
Black folks, we have bigger fish to fry than to be arguing with other brothers and sisters about whether or not black people are racist. If you are truly pro-black, this should never have even been a conversation you should be focused on discussing or to have so much energy for. Black people are always trying to look out for every damn body else except their damn selves. And boy, I tell you what, we put more energy into conversations like this than to talking about the real issues such as when are we going to get these reparations? How are we going to support other black businesses? How are we going to get resources? And how are we going to get laws passed that protect us? But seriously though, imagine an Asian man barking at other Asians about how black people deserve reparations before they deserve an anti Asian hate bill. That would literally never fly. How am I going to protect someone else's house while my shit is burning the fuck up? So anyway, he told me blacks can be racist because he's seen it. He told me that he hears racist things all the time. I told him there is a difference between prejudice, as in I hurt your feelings types of names, and racism. He made it seem like he understood what I meant at first, but then went right back to saying people use the two synonymously and it's okay. I asked him a simple question afterwards, which was, if blacks can be racist, what do they own and control? My man said, I don't know. And I told him, well, if you don't know, how can you tell me they can be racist? Because racism is about controlling other groups by regulating and manipulating economic resources, etc., to disenfranchise them. And blacks don't control any major systems. He then proceeded to tell me that they do. And I asked him where. He told me that he, he kind of went on to talk about me personally. And he said, well, you don't really know everything. And then I said... I never said I knew everything. And that was off the rail. At this point, it was in a room, it was one of my one of our other friends and my wife, they were in they were here during this conversation. And they both got quiet because let's be real, they knew I was right. The other friend, he was he was laughing, and that was his cousin. He was laughing as I was talking. So he proceeded to tell me, you don't know all of the laws of racism in this world then he said what about countries that are in africa that are majority black or islands like i don't think he said north senegal island but i think he was alluding to talking about it and i told him that in a lot of countries like africa and even in the caribbeans whites and even asians rule those countries because they have the majority of their resources and such and they are such a small minority there which means racism still exists on a grander scale even if there's less people that exist in those areas and my thing is, if such a minority of people control such a vast majority of people, what does that say about areas where this is not even necessarily the case, like the United States, where there are lots of white people in the United States and they're controlling the resources and such. And it's happening in an area that is majority black. And then I told him as far as North Sentinel Island, it's as far as that goes, it's an island of people who don't rule 
anyone. So there is no way for them to be racist or not be racist. Like it's literally just those niggas there and they're probably in a whole nother headspace at this point in functioning, but that doesn't mean they transcended racism. I then told him even the examples you provided don't show how racism would even exist in those spaces. It just shows that this area has a lot of melanated people, but racism isn't denoted to population as much as that it is about control of wealth and economic resources and how they can treat others with that as a base. And I could have even gone into the common law and how white supremacy can be practiced virtually anywhere because of it. And really, I didn't go there, but I'm going to be honest with you, dude was saltier than an Annie Ann's pretzel. So uh, <laughs> at some point, I told him, dude, you still can't even tell me what black folks can control. At some point, he told me we have a difference in opinion and that will be that. And I told him straight up, no, we don't. You are incorrect because this is not my opinion. Not accepting the truth doesn't make what I'm saying demoted to being opinion and an opinion for your comfort. I told him the bottom line is you cool, bro. We cool. No beef here, but you wrong. And you just have to accept that straight up. Just being honest. He told me that he didn't care anymore and he was done. And I said, all right, man, he was very hurt. Y'all very, very hurt. I remember when he left, I even told my wife, that nigga ain't coming back to our crib after that. Because <laughs> he was helly upset. And we was both laughing. Me and my wife, we were both laughing about it and shit. But again, I ain't trying to talk shit about him because he's a good dude. But he was wrong. And I had to use him as an example in this case to explain what I meant by he, I hear that quite a bit from people. A lot of times, too, if you have a whole lot of white friends and you're not 100% in tune with a lot of stuff in the culture, then you as a black person will spend a lot of time believing things like the fact that we can be racist. So family, we got to start understanding what we need to be fighting for so we don't look foolish. And I honestly just wanted to educate the brother, but he really didn't want to listen. So it, again, it was no animosity. It wasn't me trying to be disrespectful or to disparage him, as I said before, because that's not really my thing. Unless like you take me there, do something that makes me want to just roast the hell out of you. It, that's not really my thing is to just, you know, be openly disrespectful to somebody. I really was just trying to inform him and let him know, hey, that dude or whoever it was you was arguing with online, they were right. So you got to be able to sometimes check your ego at the door. That's all I was trying to say, but I, again, it don't, no disrespect, of course. Now, on social media, I made a post to promote this episode, and I had people chime in on my page and give their thoughts on whether or not black people can be racist. And I wanted to address these comments personally and give my thoughts. So if you all can give me one second, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up my Instagram, and I am going to read the comments to you, and I'm going to tell you what my responses to them are. So hold on one second, family. So I got my phone. I thought I actually had it by me, but I had to go grab it real quick. So let me go to my profile. By the way, if y'all not following it, please go to it. It's at Colas Creative. So at C-O-L-A-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. -E. So the first comment that I wanted to address was by a person whose profile 
name or screen name is a podcast called Fresh. A podcast called Fresh, as comments said, no, we can't. And my response to that is that brother is absolutely correct. And he's been on point about a couple different things. I kind of peeped that. So I'm, I'm going to try to reach out to him and connect with him sometime soon. So at a podcast called Fresh, if you're hearing this right now, I respect the knowledge. The next comment that I want to address is by b.aquar.books. So this is what this sister said. I believe anyone can be racist if unchecked. There's a fine line between our personal preferences and racism. While there will always be extreme cases, some are subtle. A former colleague was once shocked when I complimented a Caucasian model in a Moore's suit commercial. To me, it shouldn't have mattered the skin color of the male model, but rather the fit of the tailored suit. In most African countries, it's called tribalism. I know we are a loving, accommodating, and warming people who continue to be overlooked and taken for granted, but some of our people are racist. So that was her comment. And here's what I would say as a response. The first issue that I have with your statement, sister, is unchecked. The word unchecked. You said anyone can be racist if not if if it goes unchecked, which I have a problem with. Racism is an issue that is fixed by someone checking them. I think the idea that the insinuation of such is even made tells me that you probably believe racism is just about bad words, slurs, and overt mistreatment, and it's so much more than that. Racism is a system of group disenfranchisement, and blacks as a group, by the use of resources, economics, and practices, not only have never done that, but we are actually the most loving of all types of people, as you said. Someone being shocked by complimenting a white male model also isn't racism even covertly i'm not sure of course of the context of what happened there but a lot of times our people only find others of our own race attractive and that's it and there's nothing wrong with that and i'll be honest with you too i have no problem if white men felt that same way about their own women and vice versa i have no problem and and that means sexual and physical attraction and romance even do not transcend racism or conform confirm that a person is not racist. African countries having tribalism and white folks being racist are two different things also. First of all, tell me what white tribes were Africans even beefing with. And tell me what white tribes even existed. And I don't mean the animosity created by whites enslaving black folks. I mean, what white tribes and black tribes existed on the same playing field, literally were on the same playing field and beefed? The answer is that there's none because white tribes just didn't exist. Also, the tribalism issue was more related to blacks, especially in the diaspora and their desired dissociation from other blacks in other in other parts of this of the diaspora. So, for example, Nigerians in a certain part of Nigeria could be beefing with Nigerians in another part of Nigeria from different tribes. Or a more modern example would be being a black Jamaican in America and seeing other Jamaicans as superior to black Americans, which is 
a big issue. So in other words, they both are genetically African, black Americans like myself, and then the Jamaicans, they were both genetic, the black Jamaicans, they were both genetically African. So in other words, if a Jamaican excels in a scholarly accolade, he might attribute that to his Jamaican heritage and want to raise his flag, but make it, but he also wants to make it clear that by doing that, that he is not including black Americans in that accolade. Although we're all black, right? We're not being included in that. And the truth is none of our people are racist and a good chunk are prejudiced. Really? We have to understand that blacks frustration and at times hatred towards whites, even in a disrespectful context is reactionary. And they also cannot control the livelihood of their white counterparts. They can make them feel bad, but they can't control them. And that's the difference. And I feel that you are using the definition synonymously with being prejudiced, but that's inaccurate. I want to move on to the next comment I have here. The next comment I have here is by someone named who underscore killed underscore Cyrus. Now, this comment right here is really interesting here. I kept this comment up specifically because I wanted this to be a teaching lesson for those who want to know how to respond to white people with anti-black vitriol. And I'm going to read you the comment that was said. And of course, this is how you respond if you're if you feel so inclined. What he said was absolutely they're the absolute worst. Always quick to point the finger at everyone else, but never bothered looking at themselves at the mirror. They can say BLK power, which I think he was trying to say black power. Can we use white power without being called racist? They can use certain words and no one else can. Is that equality? They can say black owned store, quote unquote. Can we say white owned, white owned I think he meant owned stores without being called racist. They can have their own TV network called BET. Can we have a white entertainment channel or will someone scream that we're racist, but it's okay if they do it. Hashtag double standard. Now, personally, that is, it's not my cup of tea to go back and forth with white folks because it's not my responsibility to teach them to be racist. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I personally like my white supremacists to show their ass. My thing is, let me know how big your jar of mayonnaise is because family, after I read that comment, I said to myself, the mayonnaise is so heavy in this comment section. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. So... My response is this comment is clearly from what I would call a suspected white supremacist. And most likely he is probably some type of internet troll who lives in a trailer park with a head full of lice and jumps in bed with his sister when he wants to get one off. I mean, he started off the gate saying they're the absolute worst. He wasn't even trying to hide his vitriol. He said, we point the finger at everyone else, but never look at ourselves in the mirror. And shame on you too, by the way, B.Aquar.Books, who chose to like this nonsense and thinking that this was okay. I'm more disappointed at you because of the fact that you're a, a black woman, seemingly, or it appears that way. And the ideal here is 
I'm more disappointed because of the fact that you're black, it seems, and you felt the need to champion this. And as disappointed as I am in you thinking that this was okay, I'm glad that you did it, though, because this is for the optics and this is for a lesson. And see, family, when Negroes get to buck dancing for white folks, um, books. no disrespect, you probably didn't mean it that way, but this is a lesson here. See, family, when Negroes get to buck dancing for white folks, they just justify their white supremacy and such behaviors, accidental or purposeful. I'll tell you one thing, though, suspect of white supremacists. When I look in the mirror, when I personally look in the mirror, I see a victim of white supremacy. And I, when I look at someone like you, I see a troll who loves mayonnaise sandwiches. Black people don't really even point fingers much because our people spend a lot of time kissing oppressive white ass. And every other group that you all turn on us works against us too. But for those of us who, as you say, finger point, quote unquote, Those of us who finger point, speak up for ourselves because we know your game plan. And you know when it comes to calling out anti-black racism, this is y'all's tactic for deflection. This fool tried to equate black power with white power and tried to say that was an example of black racism when that has zero to do with racism. Black power is rooted in our ability to speak highly of our race, building ourselves up by our own two feet and saying such rhetoric in spite of 400 plus years of mistreatment, while white power is rooted in being historically proud of the mass genocide, eradication, disenfranchisement, and murder of blacks, and all other things I didn't even cover. He's probably the type that gets his little Vienna sausage off by saying the word nigga. Which is why he keeps bringing up the words that words that we use as if that's the limitation of what it means to be racist. See, you need to understand some family. These white supremacists suspected trolls will use these bullshit examples of how things are not equal and all this other nonsense because they know good and damn well what the hell they're doing. He then said, black-owned store, which made him sound like a strange little white supremacist mass murderer or some shit, because who the hell says black-owned store? We say we promote and support other black-owned businesses because we want to champion group economics and bring back our financial independence from the society that his racist-ass ancestors stole. We don't have to say white-owned businesses because that's damn near every business you see when you turn the damn corner. You and your European ancestors ate off of us and stole from our people who built this damn country, then want to sit around and tell us to pull ourselves up by our damn bootstraps. The presence of white folks has been normalized as a result of your colonization tactics. Whiteness has been made a standard so it could never be equated to being black. So long story short, whining like a little bitch and fake-ass, baseless-ass cries of unfairness fall on deaf ears over here. And then he even mentioned BET, which, by the way, is majority white-owned and is not really for the culture at that. He talked about white entertainment television like 
damn near the entire media isn't WET. That's right, family. 99% of television is WET because all that shit is white on. That is why they are able to push their agendas and flood television with nonsense. And they have created numerous shows where you don't even have a black person as a member of the cast or the cast has only one in their show and that's for the sakes of diversity diversity and the illusion of inclusion or they can control the narrative of what these black characters say and do actually white supremacists have two kinds of w-e-t not one if i'm not if i'm mistaken there you got the entire media which is your white entertainment television and then you got w-e-t wet dog smell that's on your ass so I guess you you got your wish in that department buddy now he can go on and live happily with his big old jar of Hellman's both his W.E.T.'s and getting a hard on from saying the word nigger and cashing in billions of dollars worth of whiteness when he wants to fuck out of here The next person's comment I want to address, which is someone who actually commented to the suspected white white supremacist, is author Deja Deja Lise. I hope I said that right. So I apologize, sister, if I said that wrong, but I think it's Deja Elise. Deja Elise. Author Deja Elise. What she said in response to to him was, Do you know what context means? It's the reason why you can't just reverse everything because context frames our reality. Why would you have WET television when entertainment is already white? Why would you need to say white owned store when it is typically assumed that that's what it will be? Have you ever considered black owned is specifically said so that we can pour money into our communities? Lord knows America spent hundreds of years burning down every economic progress at every turn, preventing generational wealth only to tell us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Whole towns destroyed over and over again, killing progress, taking black lives, creating more poverty, only to call us lazy and criminals on the other side of those truly racist practices. When we say black power, it isn't for you to feel uncomfy. It is to build ourselves up in a world that says we are less than implicitly and explicitly you want to cry about double standards the minute we try to build ourselves up as if it hurts you somehow for us to be extra proud it's giving victim and insecurity racism has a power dynamic that we simply do not have i think the word you're looking for is bigotry which is a whole different story So that was her comment. Now, I just got to say, sis came on there and was going the hell in and she was right about everything she said. Now, my only thing is, and shout out to author Deja Elise, by the way, you shouldn't let these white supremacist suspects get you upset like that. Now, of course, I feel her and I stand with her, but the name of the game is to get on black platforms and waste time babbling about a bunch of nonsense they know sounds ridiculous i left the comment up there because i wanted to experiment to uh, the comment that, that he said i left that comment up there because i wanted to experiment to see a few things that all that i uh, to talk about a few things that happen you got people who are uninformed and just agree with the white supremacists assuming that degeneracy and bad behavior is on an individual basis without context or knowing intent you got 
mammy behavior because there was there was this other chick on there who was black by the way i don't think she follows me or anything like that but she was liking some of the comments that disagreed or seemed to have some anti-black vitriol and she liked the comment of this man she was up there looking like a mermaid on ecstasy in her damn pics anyway and then you have those who are on code like this that here who want to stand up you know those who are on code who want to stand up to white folks and may go back and forth with them. Either way, we have to remember what the whole goal here is. They have you extra analyzing these terrible talking points they make for the sakes of getting you unfocused and causing chaos. It's not worth it, sis. It's really not worth it. I think, they, I think he actually ended up responding back to her and he said something like, reread, this is who underscore killed underscore Cyrus, reread what I said and ask yourself, is that fair to both? If you guys say black power, you refer it to a sense of pride. But if we say the exact same thing, white power, we're considered racist. You explain how that is fair. It's a double standard to me. Everything hurts your feelings and we're considered the bad guys. Black people make up 12% of the U.S. population and make up 48% of the nation's overall crime. Yet, we're the bad guys, huh? Lord. And what she said was, I don't have to reread it. You ha having a problem with black pride is a personal problem. What you see as double standards is just your fragility about anything that doesn't include you. And your use of stats to prop up old racist ideas about black people without acknowledging the persistent racist system that has and continues to promote the incarceration of black men is both disingenuous and typical. You cry about racism while literally saying racist shit. It's hilarious, but I'm not interested in oppression Olympics. If you're feeling marginalized and disenfranchised, welcome to the club, my friend. It sucks over here, but have at it. Yes, I mean, she said it. There's not really too much to add. I mean, I think she kind of clarified her feelings and she was spot on, to be honest with you. So the next comment that I have here is from. Hold on one second. I'm just scrolling here, y'all scrolling down here just to make sure that I said that. It's from at author underscore Kalila Purnell. She just said, yes, sis, you're wrong. You're wrong. I hope you listen to the upper part of this 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 podcast episode that I'm recording right now because I clarify why you're wrong. But you're wrong. You you can't be racist as a black person. You you just simply can't. So the next and the last person here, and I'll address him because he actually responded not even a couple minutes before I actually decided to post this uh, or, or record this this podcast episode he said yes we can be racist but it's rare if we're at a park playing basketball and a white guy asks for next and we don't let him play because he's white then that is racism in that instance the blacks have the power to determine who plays or not and we have determined that this man will not play because of his race that is racism here's my response to that there ain't no half stepping when it comes to racism you either are or you aren't your basketball example i'm gonna be honest with you bro is garbage and it's garbage for multiple reasons first of all blacks have no power nowhere the first thing you have to think about here is who owns that court in 99 percent of instances the courts in those neighborhoods are white owned 
Power and domination is not determined by prejudice statements in isolation. It lies in economics. Whoever owns the court, the land, and ultimately the neighborhoods are the ones in control of it. But if you want to go even more macro than that, as a group, blacks do not own the majority of basketball courts, parks, neighborhoods, and land in the nation or all over the globe at that. Europeans do. Therefore, under the under this principle, they cannot practice racism. I would also add that this white man that you're speaking of who wants to play on this court could easily get those black folks arrested for threatening to assault him for tr for him trying to go into their court. And nine times out of 10, he would succeed in getting them arrested. If the roles were reversed and a black person was told by a bunch of whites that he couldn't play because he is black, he couldn't go to that officer and do that same thing because they would rationalize it and they wouldn't do anything to those white folks who are trying to play basketball. The reason why this is a shiny example that racism isn't something in our grasp is because we cannot even use outside forces to regulate what happens, whereas they can, even if they are blatantly lying. God, man, I, I got to get you Negroes out the habit of just saying any old thing to defend white folks and sharing responsibility for shit they created. I mean, thinking black folks are racist like whites is like watching a man go out of his way to stab a woman and she takes the knife to stab him back in their tussle and then runs. Then you turn around and you call both of them violent attackers. No, you dopes. One of them was a violent attacker and the other one was acting in self-defense to stop him. It's really that simple, y'all. It's, it's really, really that simple. <sighs> anyway. Regardless, I appreciate everybody who did go and comment on that post because you all did help me with this episode. So even if it was in disagreement, I appreciate it. No disrespect to you outside of the little suspected white supremacist mayonnaise guy who thought it was cool to comment the way he commented. I do appreciate y'all for commenting. And again, it was very helpful. So. All right, y'all, that was the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. There's going to be a lot more content to come from me. I know a lot of y'all are anticipating this episode, so I'm glad you stuck it out with me and listened to my talking points, and I hope you learned something today. Even if this was something that you disagreed with, at least the seeds are planted in your head to, cons to think about and really ponder the truth, because that's what this is, the truth. So... Anyway, y'all, I'm going to get up out of here. I got some things to do for today, and we will for sure talk later. All right, y'all. I'm about to get up out of here. Peace.